now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. Right. I think Scott Hodge is on the other end. I'm listening to an ad. Not. All right. Now we're back. <laughs> Strange things happen here on Saturday. It's a very interesting place to work. Anyway, Scott Hodge of the Tax Foundation uh, is on the line. I was listening to an ad, Scott, from another from another wire. Scott Hodge is president emeritus and senior policy advisor at the Tax Foundation. There's never a dull moment. Uh, Scott, you're in the Wall Street Journal today. Uh, yeah. We were talking, you've been on the show this week talking about $5 trillion in taxes, but this is an interesting article. Biden budget refutes itself on Social Security and Medicare. Uh, tell us about that, because they're not really helping the situation, are they? And these these tax hikes, uh, first of all, they're going to kill the economy. They'll never get the money they think they're going to get. But that's not the answer. No, uh, the Biden budget really proves that you can't tax your way into solvency on and big entitlement programs like Medicare. Uh, as you know, uh, Larry, as part of his $5 trillion tax increase, is increasing uh, taxes on entrepreneurs, small businesses, and high-income people through these uh, new, what's called the net investment tax, the, essentially the Obamacare tax. And he's trying to raise about $650 billion uh, through that and apply that toward Medicare. It doesn't work. Hmm. Uh, the, his own numbers show that in 10 years, Medicare will have a $1 trillion cash deficit. Hmm. So even $650 billion and even uh, stealing money from the, uh, the pharmaceutical companies through that, that uh, uh, drug pricing scheme uh, is not going to uh, make Medicare solvent. And uh, if you look at also the gap in, in Social Security, that's going to be about $4 trillion over the next decade. So between the two programs, we're looking at over $10 trillion of cash deficits, uh, which is more than twice the tax increase uh, that he's proposing in his budget. So he doesn't, you know, d- despite his promises, uh, he's not shoring up Social Security and Medicare. You know, I had two thoughts on this. Um, one, one thought is everybody's looking at this, okay, $4.7 trillion, uh, that's the tax foundation number. Uh, yeah. Others have now come around to that number. But you know, Scott, you're not going to get it. You can put all oh, no. those taxes on, capital gains, income corp. You know, that's just statics. You're not – between tax avoidance and damaging the economy, they'd be lucky if they got half that. They might even not get half that. That's just one point I want to say. that These numbers are just nonsense. But the other thing is – isn't really the motive here to raise taxes on successful people, so-called rich people, successful earners, entrepreneurs, and so forth, um, and spend it on social welfare plans? That's what they're going to do. There's a laundry list of expansions from so on these various welfare benefits. There's no workfare on there at all. Um, and then they're going to pay whatever they pay Medicare is going to come out of general revenues. That's where the, that's where this is heading for. I mean, ultimately, they're on the hook. The government's on the hook. The government will make good on it. But I'm just saying, A, you won't get the money, and B, they're really going to finance more benefit programs, and C, they'll think of Medicare, but it's going to come out of general revenues, i.e. selling bonds. That's all this is. Yeah, this is re- redistribution politics um, writ large. 
Uh, and what they, they don't realize is that the U.S. already has the most progressive tax system mm. uh, in, in the globalized world, and we have the most redistribution uh, of any industrialized country, far more than what uh, European countries do. And this is taking this to a new level uh, by raising taxes by $4.7 trillion and increasing these social welfare programs at an unprecedented rate. Mm. And here, here's the, the funny thing. He claims he's cutting the deficit by $3 trillion. Well, he does that by raising taxes by almost $5 trillion and raising spending by $2 trillion. So the, that, that cuts the deficit by $3 trillion. Only, only in Washington could right. that math uh, be taken seriously. And, and again, that people, Medicare is being held up by general revenues. Yes. It is not being paid for by the payroll tax. And that is a fiction. And it annoys me because Biden is in increasing or enhancing or intensifying this fiction. It's all going to come out of general revenues. That's where that money is going to flow. I don't care what he says. No, and, and you're absolutely right. Both Medicare and Social Security are already underwater on a cash mm-hmm. flow basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are spending more than the tax revenues that come in to pay for yes. them. And this whole thing about the trust fund being uh, borrowed from, that's just nonsense. That's accounting. The reality is that both of those programs are underwater. Raising taxes will not solve them, will not make them uh, uh, solvent. And so we need to do something now to get a handle on those spending. Uh, In fact, I was uh, the uh, the government CFO has put out an annual report. Uh, on the amount of what they call improper payments on government programs. Mm. Between Medicare and Medicaid, uh, they had $125 billion worth of improper payments, Mm. meaning fraud, abuse, waste, and so forth. And we've got to get a handle on these things, or else we simply can't tax our way out of it. You know, I remember Al Gore's, (laughs) the Al Gore lockbox. That was the the so-called trust fund. It doesn't exist it may no. have existed once upon a time, but it doesn't exist anymore. We are financing these big entitlements just the way we finance everything else, through general revenues, from the Treasury, from overall taxes that come through. I'm just saying, you know, Scott Hodge, that this $5 trillion number, uh, $4.7 trillion, this is a fiction. It's a fiction. Now, you can disagree, you know, whether you're going to get a third of it or half of it, but you're not going to get 100% of it. Because of the economic damage and the tax avoidance, is that's what you know? They're taxing people who have the smartest, best-paid tax lawyers in the world. You think they're going to pay this? Trust me, they won't. No, uh, Larry, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, you know, our, our our economists are crunching the numbers right now. But yeah. when we looked at Build Back Better two years ago, yeah. we found that it would it would knock about. Uh, close to two percentage points off uh, the growth of the economy. Right. Uh, it would kill about 185,000 jobs at a minimum. Right. It reduced wages, the capital stock, on and on and on. This is very, very bad for ec- the economy. So that's important. When will your will your guys uh, have that report? Is that coming out this week? Uh, we hope so. Yeah, it's uh, you know there are some complications here that make it very difficult. This wealth tax is very difficult to model mm. uh, and because it's such a new uh, beast, if you will, trying to tax um, <laughs> unrealized capital oh, gains. That's almost impossible. I'm, I just love that, man. They're going to tax something that isn't even a transaction. I mean, that is wild. 
I'm sure it's unconstitutional, but I'm not a lawyer. But I'm just saying, from a common sense standpoint, how can you tax something that's not even a Yeb sold the asset and he wants to tax it? And the and the and <laughs> I got to stop. I'm losing it. We are talking to Scott Hodge, who's a very, very smart person and an old friend. He ran the Tax Foundation for many, many years. Now he's the emeritus and he's still involved. Thank you, Scott. We appreciate it. I'm Cudlow, folks. We're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to do some stock market work, which isn't all that much fun either. <laughs> 